0: T.F.G. Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like The Scene and the Unseen hosted by Amit Verma where he discusses topics related to economic policies and its impact on our society. You're listening to T.F.G. Football.
1: Well, it's a new episode of the TFC Indian Football Podcast and I'm your host, Suju, and I have both and we are back in the studio after a very long time. Feels good to be here so that you will hear us clearly and loudly and no mumblings and fumblings in between. If that is there, it will be taken care of by our engineers and editors. Now, uh, Kevin is here in the studio and Chirantik is joining us via Skype today. Uh, well, we have a lot of things to look at today, interestingly, and if you are a Minerva Punjab fan, then you should definitely uh, stay glued to the show because we have something special coming out now we start off with the proceedings uh, with, of course, Aizawl FC versus East Bengal. It was not a very. Uh, I remember the story that we put out you know, before the match. Where Azal, uh, he- where East Bengal head coach Khalid Jamil was saying that I expect a warm reception uh, from the fans in Azal, but uh, it so happened that it was these st- the state opposite. I mean, there were posters that said he's a traitor and all of that, and there was a lot of fuss about it, and there was an allegations about a lot of things, and there was an alleged FIR launched against Khalid Jamil. Now, Sharanji, it's funny incidents, but uh, it kind of looked like the Azle FC fans were pretty hurt.
2: <laughs> well uh, when you're talking about a warm reception in uh, Isol, you have to uh, realize that ISOL is pretty cold you know, cold at this time of the year so anything warm is actually pretty hot and uh, that's what happened with Khalid Javili. He got a very hot reception uh, you know but uh, it you, you have to note here that uh, the people who were doing this uh, uh, these uh, Hula balu, it, it's a very small uh, faction of the Aizol FC fans you know so it, it's not uh, fair to like uh, uh, say that all the aizawl fc fans behaved that way so most aizawl fc fans were actually pretty uh, good with east bengal and the and the coach <clears throat> what happened was that uh, Khalid jamil said something in the pre match press conference he said that he wanted to stay in aizawl fc but the management forced him out or or that's that's allegedly what he said and um, that's where things, I think, got took a bit of a weird turn. Uh, this uh, group called IZOL FC Fans Club uh, went to a police station and wanted to lodge an FIR against Khalid Jamil for lying. Uh, so the police apparently did not take the FIR. Although they, uh, the fan group put out a uh, press release talking about an FIR, uh, the police actually did not take the FIR. They said that's a defamation thing, so you have to take it to civil court, so nothing Mm -hmm. happened there. So they brought out that um, huge banner calling uh, Khalid Jamil a traitor, Uh, then uh, he went and uh, I think uh, after that, after the match, there was a lot of uh, things happening, I think uh, a lot of IZL FC fans were uh, yelling and um, angrily shouting at East Bengal uh, coach, and he had to be accompanied by a security guard to the post-match press conference. And so all those things were happening uh, towards the, after the match. Uh, the East Bengal team bus was stopped by some isolFC FC fans. Same group. So it's it's a small uh, number uh, group of isolFC FC fans who are doing all this. Uh, I don't think this represents ISOL football culture or you know the majority of the isolFC FC fan base. Hmm.
1: Now, coming. Let's talk about. Let's this. Let let's just put this off the field uh, shenanigans you know aside and talk about the match. Now, uh, Kevin, coming to you. Uh, title race kind of looks like little, it's become a little bleak now because there are other teams who are going to benefit from this draw. Uh, now, East Bengal on nineteen, on uh, still second. Uh, NEROCA because they won against Indian Arrows, have jumped to the third position on, with 18. And while, meanwhile, I have gone back, gone down to fifth. You know, And Shillong is above them because of the goal difference. Uh, and they're 14, both are the 14 points. So, Minerva, of course, are on top. Uh, not, <laughs> I'm not even mentioning that, but it looks pretty interesting, right? And just like we expected, and some things have turned out unexpected as well. And that's, that's how football works, and that's the most beautiful part of it, right?
0: Yeah, uh- that's the frustration that uh, Paulo uh was complaining about. You know, he he knew uh, you know why Khalid Jamil has come to Azor. He's come for taking just one point home, right. and it was clear from the start. And it's that there's just uh no shakes every all of your plans. Uh, Paulo Menezes wants to get up there, close the gap so two points lost is what what he's looking at and for for east bengal obviously they know as well as a strong opponent so they knew if they come away with one point that will be as good as you know staying up there in contention for the top top two places and they did, they, they did just that uh, but as well fc shouldn't be too disappointed obviously uh, you know these games will come along where 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 uh, tactical coaches will try to get one point where others want to get all three points hmm. but uh, the best part is uh, they still have um, a couple of games in hand
1: yeah I mean they have only played eight matches so yeah
0: so not to worry uh, there will be uh, games where I, I think uh, uh, they can better their goal difference as well hmm. so for, for Paulo Manez it is frustrating you can understandably know that he, he did want to go all all the way And uh, it's fine. I think it is football. Sometimes you want to go all out. Sometimes you want to sit back and just rely on one or two goals that will win you the match. Hmm. That's what just happened yesterday.
1: Yeah. Now, coming to the other match of the night, right? Indian Arrow is playing uh, Naroka. Not an unexpected result that we called this, but Naroka just, you know, extending the unbeaten run to, I think, seven or eight now. And uh, third position with 18 points, just one point behind East Bengal. Kevin, again coming to you here What what an amazing run, right? Yeah They
0: they treated uh, Indian Arrows like any other team They didn't treat them as young boys And uh, the physical battle was no way for for the Arrows to take uh, Hmm. uh, There was absolutely no match physically there Uh, Players like Chidi, Aaron Williams, uh, Warbay These guys are physically strong for anyone of their uh, size Mm. And just put them against uh, players who are half their size and half their age, is you, you know what what's going to happen? Uh, the first goal was unfortunate. Uh, yep. Anwar Ali, no coordination there. He he had no means to head that ball, but then he was caught in two minds whether to uh, clear it mm. or pass it back to the goalkeeper. And the goalkeeper uh, stranded. He le- he leaves his line. He comes ahead. There's no calling that he wants to take the ball because there was no pressure uh, on Anwar Ali. Mm. And you know the clearance actually went inside his own goal. That was a setback. Um, and if we were expecting goals, and and they did come along, uh, but they didn't come along as uh, Neroko would want to. Right. One goal through uh, uh, through an own goal, and the other right at the, the dying minutes of of the last uh, mm. of the game. Uh, so there were, there were a, uh, some moments where uh, we really saw glimpses of uh, Indian Arrows being that mature team. I'll tell you a few examples. One was uh, towards uh, the second half when they started to move the ball out of trouble in mm. their own D. And they were under pressure. Uh, there, was a, uh, there were three or four players inside, inside Arrows box yeah. and they needed to get out of there. What they do? They start playing the small passes. They uh, drop in their the midfielders drop back. Mm. Uh, they play themselves out of trouble rather than clearance. Now just compare them from the first game or you know uh, at least a couple of games that they started off with. It was clearance, clearance from the back lane, long balls put in from from the defense to uh, bypassing the midfield. Mm. This is a change. Uh, right. They're using the midfield. They are, they're playing the short passing game, and they're getting themselves so, uh, out of trouble and converting those uh, pressure situations into counter attacks Again, what they were lacking is, I, I think this this will just get uh, better as as the time goes by. Long balls. Uh, now you've got yourself out of your defense. You are on the wings. What do you do next? They play long balls to Rahim Ali. Uh, then there, there were some two tactical changes that uh, that happened at halftime. I'm not very convinced with those. Uh, Edmund, was, who was playing fantastic. Jixon, who was fantastic in the midfield. They both were taken off. Uh, Anike Jadav comes on. Uh, then Now, what happens is you know, you're know you breaking the flow. These two guys who are playing, obviously they were playing well and they were to, able to keep the ball well. They are taken off and you've got pace to add to. But there is nobody to control the midfield and that they just hit them. Long walls were being played from one flank to the other and they lose the ball because they're not able to control that high ball and it becomes predictable after some time. Some some teams like Nero Ka, they obviously read your passes before even it's made. So you've got two defenders and you've got Rahim Ali, you've got Anike Jadav it's easy for them to pick it out so they just lose the ball right there and just uh, takes the pressure on themselves
2: again
1: hmm your brief thoughts on the match indian arrows and neroka
2: yeah again uh, i has given, given a very detailed account of what went down in the match uh, but i think uh, the takeaway for uh, indian arrows from here is that you know it's it's not a, uh, you know the, the own goal that came in the first it's not like neroka gave up on trying to score more you know, uh, and for for 95 minutes, uh, Neroca who are doing pretty well in the league, they may actually become a uh, major player in the title race uh, going forward. For 95 minutes, they tried to score and they could not, and mm. that speaks volumes about uh, what this Indian arrows defense can do.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, so it's a it's a good takeaway from there uh, that they have uh, managed to hold off uh, for a a really well rounded team like Neroca. For the entirety of a game. Mm. Uh, one of the things that I have uh, you know, started hearing quite a lot is that, uh, you know, Matos is not really uh, switching the squad around too much. You mm. know, it's not like he's uh, giving too many of the uh, people in the bench uh, a chance or uh, doing a, a rotation as you would expect in a developmental side. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, since the other clubs are not no longer treating arrows as a as a bacha team, uh, uh, and they are actually treating them as a uh, you know a team that poses a threat of taking away points from them. So maybe even Matos has to approach the league like that as a competitive team, and mm. maybe that's one of the best achievements of this Indian arrow that it can uh, participate in the top division as a competitive team. They are they they do possess that capability. If a challenge to be in the top four and play in the Super Cup, how awesome would that be? So, given all of that, I think Matos is doing a great job. And if that means less rotation and uh, more focus towards getting result, uh, I don't think anybody can complain about that.
1: Hmm. Well, uh, great thoughts there. I mean, let's see how that goes about. And, uh, you know, now... Well, so it's time to take a short break, guys. And on the other side, we have a great topic to talk about because Minerva Punjab are doing great wonders in this season and we want to delve into uh, their team and assess them with some numbers and with some our expectations and predictions from the matches they have in the rest of the season. And we also have a match nicely to look at. So all of these on the other side, so stay tuned. We're from the Daily Pow, a Bombay-specific food and culture website, and we have a weekly podcast called the POWDCast.
0: That's Pow with an O, not with a V.
1: Why is it with an O and not with a V? When most people spell Pow with a V.
0: Because it's Pow, not powerful.
1: And you know some people also spell it with a U Like P- pow, 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 Pau Like
0: feet.
1: yeah, Like Pau Lagu Yeah, like Paula Lagu So weird To listen to more of us And what we have to say about the city And its culture And its food uh, Listen to the podcast every week On IBM Podcasts Welcome back guys and like I said, if you're a Minerva Punjab FC fan, you must listen to this show because you're going to talk about the team, we are going to look at how they've been started off and where they are placed in the points table, no guesses, they're on top of their points table, 22 points uh, and we're going to assess them with some stats and numbers thrown at you and uh, we also going to give our predictions and you know, expectations of this team going ahead in the rest of the season. Uh, Now, just for some numbers, uh, the last match that they played were against Velmo and Bagan. Uh, And uh, now it was uh, 2 1. They played an away game against Bagan. It was a 2 1 result in favour of uh, Minerva Punjab. We saw some good goals from Chencho. Uh, Now, then, so today is 17th, and from now on, if you look at it, it's a 10 day. You know, 10 days to their next match. Their next game is on 27th. They play Neruka away. And uh, if you look at their last uh, five matches record, they've only had one loss. So, it's like three wins, one loss, and then again a win. So, they're in a good form. That's why they're on top of the points. We have 22 points and... uh, This was an unexpected... I'm sure nobody expected them to do so well. So, that's again one thing of the beauty of the football that, you know, this is what happens. You expect the unexpected things. Uh, They have... You know, it's it's going to be an away fixtures for them. They are playing... After Neroca, they play East Bengal, and they play Churchill, they play Shillong, and then they host... uh, uh, Sorry, they play Neroca, East Bengal, Churchill, away, and then they host Shillong, East Bengal, and Kerala. So... Interesting fixtures coming up, but as of now, if you look at, they look really in contention and uh, they're kind of the favourites to, you know, uh, go ahead and lift the trophy. So, I'm going to divide these things into three points. What we're going to look for is three questions that I'm going to ask these two gentlemen boys and experts of our show Kevin and Sharanji is that was their start a surprise or was it an expected one second how do you assess their current situation and performance with regards to their performance and the final part would be how does it look going ahead from here and uh, do you see them literally making that to the tape, saying that they are now favourite, but do you see them going and taking uh, and lifting the trophy? So, let's start from the scratch here. Now, what went in, a good thing was they went in for a new reformed team, they got in a new coach, Uh, they signed some good foreign players, out of which two are, you know, uh, with four goals, because the highest, I think there are three players up there with Katsumi, who who have five goals, and they are third or fourth, uh, with four goals, each with Chencho and William Opoku. Uh, so, it has been a great start. I mean, they went on with a very good uh, mindset, saying that we'll do well, and they've started. They've shown us in the first match itself with a one-all draw. Uh, hosting moment Bagan So, I'm going to come to you. Uh, the first point that I mentioned was their start a surprise or was it expected?
2: Uh, no, the start did not really give us a uh, full look at uh, what this team could do. Uh, it was a, a case of even Mohan Bagan slacking off. Uh, but uh, it was it was more of a arrival of uh, chincho hmm. uh, in Indian football, the way he was uh, you know running up the flanks and uh, making attacks, took the Mohan Bagan defenders by surprise. So we could see that okay, we have another superstar player who has arrived in India and he can go someplace. It it was not fully uh, a statement of arrival for Minerva per se, but uh, so far, you know, uh, if if you're asking if this thing took us by surprise, I think most people, 99% people, uh, are surprised by uh, how far this team has gone. Um, This it's not the best attack in the league. It's not the best defense in the league. But put together, they have played some brilliant economical uh, football mm-hmm. where they have put together these one-goal victories which has put them at the top. Like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I think only Indian arrows they beat by two goals. Yeah. Everyone else is like 2-1 two, two, one, two, one against Niroka at home, 2-1 uh, against Chennai City. Uh, it, it was 2-1 against Mohan Bagan, one nil against uh, Shilong Lajong, one nil against Gokulam FC. 2-1 lost to Izal Mid- uh, FC. They never dominate. Hmm. They never dominate. They never. They never get dominated. It's it's pure maths that is working in favour for them. Hmm. And uh, it's. And now you have to say, okay, they may be the the favourites because uh, I I would uh, I would tell you why because they have a back to back six away matches mm. you know uh, first one they lost to ISLFC. FC people were like okay are they are they faltering now yep. they beat Gokulam yeah Gokulam they beat Mohan Bagan everybody was like okay now what's mm. gonna happen and they went and beat Shilong Lajong. Mm. and they have 13 days to prepare for the neroka game and, uh, and East Bengal game uh, towards the end of this month so if they if they get one win out of these two games they are almost there. Hmm. If they beat Niroka, that's a that's a huge, huge part of the uh, equation achieved. Yeah. So yeah, you have to say you have to call them the favourites now. It's their league to lose? And uh, I'm surprised at, at myself. Even the, the words coming out of my mouth, <laughs> it's it's it seems outlandish. But yeah, I mean, Punjab are pulling off another Aizol FC.
1: Hmm. Kevin, coming to you. Did you expect this, or did you are you taken back by surprise? Just like. Then do you see an ISL FC story here? Yeah, it,
0: it it is obviously you have to accept it was a surprise. Uh, uh, it, it was not the explosive start that you would expect from Minerva Punjab. Looking at obviously you look at the history first before you judge your, your new team. Uh, going by the performance last season, uh, they were at the bottom, and you know whatever reasons, uh, maybe the preparedness wasn't there, maybe. Uh, uh, Enough information wasn't given to them. So, start of this season, Minerva Punjab had you know a, a cracker of a match against Mohan Bagan. And somewhere you you felt that this team can you know, hold on. Hmm. We didn't know they could go uh, you know, against a uh, team. So, that was a small uh, window to understanding, okay, this team, if you can hold on, you can contain uh, a, a strong opposition... Maybe you can go for draws, maybe one pointer somewhere, you know, big teams. But, you know, slowly what they started doing, and and actually, you know, before even I go ahead, I'll just define the, this team in two words. They're hardworking and they're opportunistic. Mm. Hardworking because, you know, every player in this team wants to give their best and it just shows till the end. Uh, I haven't seen a Minerva Punjab, you know, time-wasting I haven't seen of Punjab trying to use negative tactics or or, just run down their opponents Mm. by some antics. Yeah,
1: the dirty side of football. So they are
0: hardworking. They are honest and opportunistic because every chance they get, I think they are the ones who are going to score it. You know, you, you give one chance to either team in any game you you can put your bets on that that Minerva Punjab is going to score and most likely if it's it's a chencho there. Hmm. No, that that's the that's the uh, story of this team uh, uh, right from the start because as Chiranjit points out, it's a small marginal victory yep. here and there. Uh, even the loss has not been big.
1: Hmm.
0: Have they lost big? No. Hmm. Have they won big? No. So it's just enough for them to you know, go past the line and they keep. Fighting till the end. It's like Indian arrows team, but given their foreigners as well. You know th- mm. that that kind of you, you <laughs> see the attitude that goes into the team when they, they start playing the first minute. Uh, tactically, I think uh, they've they've been very smart. Uh, they know where to uh, put put their best strengths in. And uh, left wing uh, of Minerva Punjab is is one of the best in the league right now. Mm. Uh, I, I hope everybody's watching and uh, they do. Is there a way to stop them? I, I don't. I don't think so because they they can change their their mentality in in play as well. Hmm. You no, know, uh, from being uh, stronger from the left hand side, they, they just distribute the uh, attack right from the middle and start playing long balls. Long balls was their specialty last season. Yeah. You no, know, just like uh, how uh, Indian Arrow started off. Uh, just we we'll do a small comparison between uh, Neroca and uh, Minerva. Now we are looking at. Two teams who, who are who have caught caught us by surprise. Mm. Not much difference. The goals scored and the goals conceded very much you know neck to neck. So what do you have in the, in in common over here? Is the ability for for the midfielders to create enough chances for for their wingers to c- converge into the middle? Mm. Aaron Williams for Neroca and uh, someone from. You know, Someone of uh, of of uh, Chencho's capability playing as the wing, now he he plays the distribution work sometimes. No, you have him drag defenders away, and then there's William who comes in, steps in his place, and uh, does the scoring work. Hmm. So it's multiple goal scorers for for both uh, for Minerva Punjab even for Neroga. Let's not get into too much of comparison. I just wanted hmm. to throw light because yeah. they are the two teams who have. Uh, caught caught us by surprise and Hmm. uh, they are neck to neck uh, in in the ability to score Hmm. so going forward I think uh, it will stay that way uh, but depending on their ability to to score consistently
1: Hmm. now let me break you there because you've uh, made a good pass into the second point of ours but before that I'm taking two away two takeaways from both your points is one uh, they were not dominated nor they were allowed to be dominated you know, that's how it has been by their goal, by their margins of uh, goal scores that it was there. Second, they were tactically and mathematically very smart. That's what we've been seeing on the field. And that's why they're getting results in their favor, which is a very smart thing to do. Now, moving on to a second part, which Kevin has already helped us get into, is how do you assess the current situation? Because they are getting those goals, you have mentioned, you also mentioned they've been tactically smart in getting all of that. Because if you go to see, they don't have the best team in the league. If you go to see on paper, you're like, okay, no, there are some loopholes here, but they are managing to get those three points or a point from big teams. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to start with you here. Now you can take us to that point which you were saying. I think what you mentioned was consistency. But what else can you see uh, taking from the current performance to assess the whole team, how they are doing well and what's going behind the scenes that has been produced on the field?
0: I think the communication is uh, what will make the difference uh, for them to stay where they are. Uh, and, uh, at this point of the stage of, of the league, when you're half done uh, with your matches, it's not just about you no know, winning. It's also about not losing. So this is where communication will play a part. Uh, say uh, the opposition is... Uh, you know, it, It's a goalless draw heading into the 90th minute. And maybe it's in east bengal and uh, they are just the point behind you you if you don't lose that game that gap still remains hmm. now that's where communication comes in i would say it's what's the instruction coming from the bench hmm. uh, is it uh, keep the ball in the opposition half or just waste time We've not seen them do that. You know, mm. it, it'll be interesting. I, I will be watching out for that. And uh, you know, at one point of time, your ethics sometimes they take over. Uh, your, mm. your all these tactics and mm. uh, what do you actually want to play for? So there, it could be. You no know, if they are able to, uh, you know, change how they've been in the first half, right. just to be like the other teams, maybe waste time, mm. maybe try to you know uh, run down your opponents. Just by, to achieve your goal. Yeah.
1: To get a point. Or
0: are they able to do that?
1: Mm. Okay, fair point. Chiranjit, coming to you, how do you look at their, uh, you know, as assess their current situation depending on the performance that they've been producing?
2: Yeah, well, uh, by current situation, uh, let's look at uh, whether they are not, act, uh, whether or not they can actually go on to win this thing. Mm. So, uh, since uh, Kevin has focused on uh, the team, how it's functioning and what they need to do, I'm going to look at who can actually give a challenge to them. Okay. You know, and, and let's look at the other type of challenges and uh, just look at them by process of elimination, <laughs> whether or not they can overtake Manabha Punjab in the points table. So East Bengal I still say East Bengal have the best chance to actually do it. Yeah. You know, actually uh, remove Minerva Punjab from the top of the table. Why? Because they are still to play two matches against Minerva Punjab. They are going to play that on 30th January and 13th February. Right. So, East Bengal, we know their attack is doing well. Their uh, defence is not bad as well. They are a title contender for this uh, season. And they are the only club who has two six-pointers against uh, Minerva Punjab. Mm-hmm. That's being said... They've been held to a draw by uh, Niroka. Uh, they just beat Indian Arrows. They got held by uh, Churchill Brothers and Aizol FC. Hmm. Right? And but... uh, and they they have struggled away from home hmm. this season. Uh, so, one win in the last four games. It seems like they're losing their uh, feet here. Aizol FC they were playing against. Aizol created the better chances. It's, it's a matter of luck that... Uh, some of those uh, shots taken by Albert uh, and uh, Alfred hmm. did not end up in the net. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a bit of a worrying factor for uh, East Bengal. So, they have to play Mohan Bagan next on Sunday. Uh, Mohan Bagan are the only team who have managed to beat them so far. Uh, other teams came close but haven't. Uh, just looking at the way, you know, uh, Kevin mentioned the word consistency. That is something Minerva Punjab have showed and something uh, East Bengal have failed to show hmm. by dropping points all over the place. That's right. the reason they are uh, not uh, top of the table right now, it's because they drop points here and there against different teams like uh, Churchill, Neroka, uh, Aizol, and others. Hmm. So going by that rate, do you think they can manage to you know keep on that consistency and get uh, get the full points from the other games which will be required to uh, put Minerva punjab behind them even if even if let's say uh, east bengal go ahead and beat Minerva punjab in both matches Hmm. And in that way, they gain an advantage, advantage. They still need to keep winning. They have to play Gokulam away. Uh, they have to play, uh, a, uh, not even talking about the Minerva Punjab away. They have to play Shilong Lajong away. Yeah. And Shilong Lajong have a reputation for ruining East Bengal's party. Hmm. So all of that taken into account, I find it hard to believe that East Bengal will uh, you know, get consistent wins to the scale that is needed. Uh, to uh, go around and beat Minerva Punjab in this title race, mm. even if they manage to beat them on the pitch. Okay. Uh, although, although I, I don't see I don't see any team winning both matches there.
1: Mm. You know, we
2: we might actually get a draw, uh, which will make things even more interesting. Right. So let's look at NEROCA next. Mm. NEROCA have have been uh, like... Uh, I think uh, they got a draw against East Bengal. They're strong. Mm. Uh, they got uh, a win... Uh, they got two wins against uh, uh, Indian Arrows. They got a win against uh, Shilong LaJong recently as well. So, they are also facing some very tough oppositions in the next few days. They're facing... On Saturday, they're facing uh, IZOL FC away mm. from home. Mm. Very hard to win. They're facing Shilong LaJong uh, at home that they might win Uh, they're going to face Niroka uh, they're going to face Minerva Punjab at home Mm -hmm. right after that but they will have they will have a three day rest period between uh, you know from, from between now Till 27th, they're going to face two very difficult teams mm. while Minerva, Minerva Punjab have all the rest they need yeah. to prepare for this match. So, I I think Niroka will be in a little bit of a back foot because of that. Then they are going to face Churchill Brothers away from home and Churchill Brothers are suddenly looking good. Mm. So, there is there is good chance that of the next Let's say four games, Niroka might end up dropping points in as much as many as three of the, those games hmm. out of those four. okay. So that's that's a very real possibility. That literally just knocks them out of the title race right hmm. there. Hmm. let's let's look at Shilong Lajong, you know they have they have uh, a good situation going on. Uh, I think they might get their best finish yet, but of the last uh, five matches, they have lost three and hmm. drawn one. Their, their form is down in the gutters and they just got beaten by minerva punjab mm. uh, at home so uh, you know let's let's just uh, just swat them out of the contention right here mm. isol fc are the other interesting team they are fourth right now or something mm,
1: fifth i guess they are
2: going to fifth yeah so yeah but they have some games in hand they yeah. just got east bengal uh, held to a draw so, they do have a good chance of coming back and uh, throwing a challenge at uh, Minerva Punjab as well. And remember, they just beat Minerva Punjab, hmm. you know. Hmm. I think that's the only loss that Minerva Punjab have had. Uh, so, yeah, isolepsy have a very real chance. But can they manage to keep on this uh, consistency? So, once again, we're coming back to consistency because, uh, you know, while Minerva Punjab only have to play I-League matches, uh, IZOL FC will start playing in the AFC now. You know, On 30th, they are playing their ACL qualifier against Duzo Bahan. After that, they will be playing AFC Cup, uh, mm. presumably. So, uh, they are going to have to put a lot more effort into uh, uh, this season uh, than Minerva Punjab. And that's going to tire them. Mm. That leads to dropping points. Mm. You know, uh, we have seen Mohan Bagan and Bengaluru FC suffer because of this, and and it's going to happen to them too. Mm. So uh, that that puts them in a very difficult situation. Mohan Bagan uh, is the last team we will look at. Uh, although I think they are out of contention at this moment. Uh, they lost two of their last three matches. Have won only one of their last five matches. Uh, so their their form is down in the gutter. They still have a mathematical possibility of. Turning around and challenging for the title, but they are on a knockout path.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, they have to keep beating everybody. They have to beat Mohanbag. Uh, uh, they have to beat East Bengal, aizawl FC, uh, Shillong Lajong. Uh, we have never seen them win a match in the Northeast uh, uh, in the last few seasons. That mm-hmm. and they are now facing a task of winning all of them. You mm-hmm. think they're going to do it? No, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll, say, I'll just cut you, you know.
1: through there because. We from all your points we've only taken two big uh, teams that can actually pose a threat to Minerva and, and it's going to be a competition between the, those three I guess uh, yes Aizal has um, games in hand but like you said they have other things as well now but as compared to Minerva who only has a I eye league to look at but the other two teams that really look like a threat is uh, Naroka and East Bengal so the two points here from here I'm taking is probably not two or three maybe uh, is what Kevin mentioned about the communication the consistency and then uh, the threads that Minerva has another teams that's what we are looking at uh, in our second part now coming to the final part <laughs> so of,
2: to, to sum it up some of the points Siju hmm. is that it seems like the entire season is set up to make Minerva Punjab yeah. champions for some reason because everybody is messing up in some way or the other hmm. and Minerva Punjab have this beautiful opportunity to make history here hmm.
1: now well that brings us to the next point that is not summing up the second point but that's leading me uh, into a final point that we are looking at Minerva Punjab here like How does the future look? We have still a good two months to look at. um, And we have now looking at including the next uh, fixture that uh, Minerva has, which is against Neruka. If you look at the other five fixtures that they are going to play, East Bengal, Churchill, Shillong, again East Bengal, when they host them at home and then Kerala FC. Out of that, uh, if you look at because Minerva defeated Shillong away, uh, sorry, at home... uh, because minerva uh, defeated Shillong away and now here they're going to play at home they hold an advantage of that and uh, if you look at if i had to just look at the fixtures it's only east bengal and neroka that look like you know uh, that kind of where they can falter but just like chiranjit mentioned uh, we won't see clear winners in both the matches and we won't see probably both the teams making points there but kevin i'm going to come to you how do you see for them from here on looking at their fixtures looking at their form and looking at what, everything that we looked at at the moment how do you see they're doing the rest of the season
0: the real test will begin now uh, the away travels and, uh, and travels to team which, which they have beaten and uh, that, that's going to be tough for them uh, because they'll be waiting with uh, all their weapons held behind the back. And uh, so that that's the real test I'm talking about. So Minnambar Punjab have been doing well uh, so far. But looking ahead, it's the toughest phase of, uh, of their two-year uh, top division f- flight now. And... Uh, Firstly The f- big, first big step Will be uh, The Neroka game And that might just be The game changer You know uh, The one team which, which takes all three points Will just get an upper hand In you know, some way We saw uh, Last season as well hmm. Mohan Bagan As all well, Neck to neck hmm. And that one game Yeah one game. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes a difference. Uh, when you are with your close, close competitor mm. and uh, you take away all three points, it mm. gives you two advantages. One is uh, the mathematical and second is the psychological. Right. And just, you know, it can be uh, a, a, a total uh, topsy-turvy uh, league changer mm. and uh, we get to know, know if things, how uh, how they are headed, mm. I will continue and it looks favorable to Minerva but... Uh, just in case uh, Nero takes the cake.
1: Hmm. Okay, and also probably East Wing climbing up. You never know because they played the Derby this weekend. Surendit, so coming to you, uh, how do you look at their future?
2: Well, I said uh, uh, they do have a very beautiful opportunity to make history here. Mm. It's their league to lose now because they have managed to somehow like defy expectations and uh, uh, get wins out of uh, you know, Mohan Pagan, Shilong Lajong uh, and uh, just somehow kept their winning run going and uh, stayed at the top of the table. They just have to keep doing it till the end of the season. This, this is no other way. Mm. They have to somehow get, a, get one win against uh, East Wing goal and and, I think Churchill Brothers will be the other big uh, difficulty that they will have to overcome so draw against Niroka uh, one win against East Bengal, beat Churchill Brothers. I think their their job is seventy percent done. Hmm. So hmm. by by the, the the next one month is historic. Yeah, uh, in, in Indian football and For Minerva Punjab's Punjab history.
1: Yeah. Well, now that brings us to the end of the discussion of Minerva Punjab. Looking at what we all spoke about, uh, mathematically, statistically doing a brilliant job on field and that's something really happening good communication happening behind the scenes which we that's why we are seeing a good result on field uh they've not been dominated neither have they dominated the game which is a good that's that's all mathematically things that are going right in their favour uh, then they have threats but when we look at the threats the two uh, strong contenders the other two strong contenders they have Ispingle and Neroka might just falter some way or the other but the real test lies now just like we mentioned towards the end saying that if Minerva can topple that Neroka, you never know what happens or the other way around things just get more interesting uh, all eyes will be on this weekend and the <coughs> coming weekend's action uh, once again this is sum it up, Punjab are you know happily on top of the points table with 22 points and uh, they have two players in their squad who are up to getting the highest goal scorers at the moment they're with four goals while the other three are with top with five goals now that brings us to the end of the Minerva Punjab discussion but we have an ISL match to look at so we're going to quickly just skim through it because uh, it's Jamshedpur FC hosting Kerala Blasters now here, Kerala Blasters have been kind of uh, shown improvement because they've gone back to the, uh, the actual formation where they've got they've got Hume in there, they've got CK in there, and they've got one man that's scoring. You feed the ball to him and he does his job well. Uh, we also have David James back in action. So, David James have... Uh, it's been three matches and it's been a draw and two wins. Uh, Jamshedpur are yet, I think, looking for a win at home. And uh, it's kind of looking difficult for them. Uh, but There are a few things that happened off the scenes as well. But coming to on-field action, Kevin, Jamshedpur hosting Kerala Blasters and Kerala Blasters have been on a good run, unlike Jamshedpur. What do you have to say about this game? Uh,
0: Jamshedpur, they are coming out of their their comfort zone right Mm -hmm. now. And uh, we see all the problems that they are facing. Uh, When they were able to just uh, play to their strengths, they were able to... Get in gold straws, get in uh, clean sheets, and you know that was uh, where everybody t- started taking notice of the defensive abilities. But again, on the offensive part, uh, they are not quite there, and they will be facing a team which has shown promise in the last few games. It's a turnaround that David James has gotten uh, after being uh, handed over the reins. Uh, Jamshedpur are uh, still, you know. Not quite a threatening team. Uh, the number of opportunities that they create have just gone up slightly from, from the first three or four matches that they played. But uh, there's no balance in the team. Now, if they're able to score, they are, they're they able to they, they concede as well. Uh, for Kerala Blasters, they, they've they started a the winning spree right now. Hmm. And uh, it, it's going to be tough for Jamshirpur to stop that if they start going again.
1: Hmm. Do you see goals in this match?
0: Definitely. Lots of goals.
1: Yeah. Chiranjit, now uh, David James did mention after the post-match, after after the Mumbai City game, that winning, it's a good habit to get into the winning form. Uh, So what do you see? Do you see them continue with the winning form?
2: There's no more excuses left uh, for Kerala Blasters. Uh, they've got uh, the most successful striker in uh, ISL's history. He's in form. He scored four goals in the last uh, two matches. Even if he doesn't score, somebody else has to step up. At this point, you have to keep the mom- uh, winning momentum going. And you're facing uh, a team like Jamshedpur FC, who have not shown to be uh, you know a really uh, intimidating side uh, attacking-wise. You know so it's a uh, it's a it's a they have to at this point you know if you're going to uh, challenge for the top four if you want to break into the top four this is your chance you're facing a team that's uh, repeatedly faced defeat doesn't score goals has scored just like five goals till now and uh, here here you are a team that's just finding its feet in terms of form you can't go to jamshedpur and Lose your form, you know yeah. that that would be letting the fans down majorly. So yeah, I expect Kerala Blasters to win this by two goals. One goal doesn't matter. They need to get three points here if they want to get into. Four because other matches are going to be even more difficult. Hmm. Well, how are you going to handle that if you drop points here?
1: Absolutely. Now, if you if you actually go ahead and drop points here, then that means M S P are really putting up some fight, and it's some you know the former Kerala uh, vs coach doing something right in their way. Now let's see how that goes about. It's tonight 8 p.m. kickoff. And in case you won't watch, we won't be watching it. Don't worry. We you have to follow. All you have to do is follow the T F G football to Twitter handle to get all the updates, the live updates of the match, and. Uh, like we all spoke about this today about Minerva and all the other things. Uh, let us know your thoughts about uh, the Minerva success in I League in the comment section below on our YouTube channel. Uh, like, share, and subscribe if you did love and enjoy the show. Also hit the bell icon to get updates of our new episode. If you want to talk to us directly, you can do that. Well, we are available on Twitter, Chandrjit underscore Kevin, Sajim, Matthew ninety four. You can also read about read about all the stories that we spoke about on our website, thefangrass.com Have a great day, guys. Enjoy the match and come back to tomorrow. Cheers.
0: He bends down to test the warm water for his bath. He comes here to quench his thirst for a hot shower and some podcasts. You can witness how he enjoys having other people talk about cool stuff in his bathroom. Indeed, it helps him with his loneliness. You can find more of his PCs on ivmpodcast.com, your one-stop destination where you can check out the coolest Indian podcasts. Happy listening.